Hi, I'm Teresa, owner of T3 Fit, and you're listening to the T3 Fit podcast, where scoliosis warriors and professionals come together. Here we talk about our scoliosis journeys and the emotional components it takes on from being a parent to being diagnosed with scoliosis and sometimes leading to surgery. It's a place where professionals share their expertise of treatments, from physical therapy to surgery, and so much more. So let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the T3 Fit Scoliosis Podcast. We have a guest today who I must confess, her and I have been friends on Instagram for quite some time, going back to the days of the beginning of COVID. Uh, We have exchanged messages throughout this course, and she is somebody that is truly an inspiration to myself and many of us. On Instagram, she is known as Woman of Steel. Her name, which we are going to call her today, is Crystal, and she is here to tell us her story of the journey with scoliosis, and on top of that, she has also had heart surgery. So Crystal, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Oh, thank you so much for the very warm welcome. I you really are, do appreciate it. <laughs> you you are most welcome. Um, can you share with us how long ago was it that your journey with scoliosis started? Okay, so my journey started at age two. So that was in the year 2001. Okay. Roughly around 2000, 2001. Um. I was, at the time, my mom actually suspected that I was, you know, walking a bit different than mm-hmm. the normal, than the average child would, right? Okay. So one day she noticed where I would walk and I would have a slight lean on the right side. Mm-hmm. So for her, she was very concerned. She was like, you know, why is this, why is Crystal walking like that? You know, she's now two years old. Something is wrong. What is wrong? Fast forward, she decided to seek, you know, more answers. So she would go out and she would ask certain questions when it comes to the doctors. Like, you know, she find Crystal walks with a slight, a slight lean. Mm-hmm. At the time, what sparked her concern even more is that one of my cousins, um, on her side, she had scoliosis. You know, okay. so it was a, a thought that maybe what if Crystal could have scoliosis? Mm-hmm. Um. You know, through research from people, she then learned about the Princess Elizabeth Center here in Trinidad and Tobago. So that is our scoliosis treatment center, right? Well, it's an orthopedic center, but it's okay. more so geared. That is one of the things that they actually work on there. Okay. She went there, you know, the first step is to have an x-ray done on the individual, which was me, um, had the x-ray done. And that is when I was diagnosed officially with scoliosis. Okay. So, so your mom, thankfully, your mom had already had some association with it. Yeah. Because of your cousin. Yeah. Being diagnosed. And then, and so you were diagnosed at the age of two. And then what happened? Okay. So thereafter, um, we would go for, um, I would say at least every three to six months, I will have a visit. You know, okay. I was very young, so I will go in and we will do the basic, the bend test, um, a whole scoliosis assessment test mm-hmm. every single time. Um, however, at age two as well, I was also diagnosed with Peyton doctor's atherosis. So that is actually um, a heart defect, as they will call it. Okay. Um, it was suspected that I had a heart murmur at one, one week of age. But at two years old, I was officially diagnosed with, okay, this child has a heart problem. Okay. So I would be, you know, back and forth in regards to going to the orthopedic center to see about mm-hmm. my back, as well as I'll go to the cardiology clinic to see about okay. my heart. Now, at the time, more focus was shift to my um, heart defect at the time, okay. right? Um. So throughout the years from two Let's say at age five or six, I had my first brace, right? Okay. Um, the brace that we use here is the Wilmington brace. That's the only brace we have in Trinidad and Tobago. Hmm. Okay. Right? Do you know why? Well, recently, um, just to fast forward a bit, 
um, this year when I had the first walkathon, I had to do a lot of research. So I went back okay. to the old clinic that I went to. Mm-hmm. And then I also met with the technician who deals with the braces. And we had that conversation. And he said, mm-hmm. basically, um, here in Trinidad, it will be more expensive if he was to bring in other materials. So he said, basically, if he brought those materials in to now advance the braces, it means mm-hmm. the average person won't be able to generally afford a brace. Wow. So that's just okay. so that's just one of the reasons that he gave me. Um, the other reason he said, in regards to that, you know, they believe that the Wilmington brace hair is effective enough, right? Okay. But for him, at least, he said he mentioned the cost factor when it comes mm-hmm. to persons not being able to afford it. Okay. Um, but that has been the brace that we use here since before I was even born and it's it's what okay. they still use to date in 2023 okay. wow yeah so that is something okay. I actually learned this year yeah <laughs> why because well, I always questioned why <laughs> yeah it's great that he was being so upfront with you about it yeah and not sugarcoating because there have been many conversations where it can you know you don't get the full story yeah and then you feel lost and you know that there's an unjust um so yeah. that's that's quite pleasing to hear that there was no sugarcoating involved in this story yeah it, it really wasn't and um I appreciated that he was able to share this information with me so mm-hmm. although it can it can help me understand because from a child growing up I was at a very vulnerable and emotional state where a lot Mm -hmm. of things when it comes to my scoliosis I would be very sensitive about it okay right so in regards to treatment and all these other things you know growing up as a child I always had the belief that it will get better and I thought getting Mm -hmm. better would be no more pain a complete straight spine without surgery you know that that was my you know that was the child's brain me dreaming right yeah and you know, to grow up and now understand, okay, everything behind what has been happening. Now I have mm-hmm. a sense of awareness to understand, okay, this is what, this is where we are now. And mm-hmm. I do believe within myself where we can be moving forward. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I do believe there's room for a lot of improvement here um, in our country. It's so small, but technology is always advancing so who yeah. knows what what can happen next so I don't want I never try to be so um, negative won't be the right words to describe it but I never try to be down about my situation mm-hmm. meaning like there's no other outlets and that there won't yeah. be any betterment when I do believe that eventually it may not be in my time or generation but who knows in the future generations to come it can have a great impact where the braces might be more advanced or the surgery might be a lot different because it's always advancing right yeah Um, yeah. you leave room for hope hope, you always leave room for hope yeah which is great because I mean, there are so many stories, right? And you've heard them where people are struggling with this and they don't have room for hope. So the fact that you are always have that room and you are also an advocate for hope and productivity in the social media world, because I know, you know, you talk about it and there's, there's just, people need more hope and not being able to have that, but you gifting that to them is it goes a long, long way. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> yeah. No, no, that is a very great point that you you said there. Um, but yeah, so continuing on from at age five or six, that's when I had my first Wilmington brace. Um, mm. The treatment was that I have to wait for 23 hours a day, mm. one hour off, and I would have to do it for at least one year. Um, unfortunately because of my heart condition um, my ribcage I still have a bump on my ribcage okay because of the curvature of my spine Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that will will touch the top the tip of the brace so every time I'm strapped up I will be out of breath a lot 
Wow. Okay. So I was in a situation where there's treatment to help me from a young age, but then I had another condition that I was, you know, already dealing with. So a lot of persons, just to put that out there, when they come with, when they come to me and they say, you know, would the brace work or would that work? I do believe that it would work and it will. We have seen it mm -hmm. happen numerous times, mm -hmm. but I always say everyone's story is completely different and we will never have the same experience, right? Yeah. So for me, unfortunately, the brace, I could not wear it for long periods. So it okay. was not as effective as it should have been for me at that time. Okay. Right? So I came off of the brace at age six and at age 14, I got back into the brace. Now at that point, my curve had That's reached- a long gap. That's a very long gap. It's a long gap. Right? And I will say to put that, to put this out there as well, why that happened? Because again, I had a hat. Um, mm -hmm condition that I was dealing mm -hmm. with so I could not do the brace for too long yeah um <laughs> having that heart condition come with different um ailments that you have to deal with which one that badly affected me was um, her and I have been friends on Instagram for quite some time going back to the days of the beginning of COVID uh, we have exchanged messages throughout this course, and she is somebody that is truly an inspiration to myself and many of us. On Instagram, she is known as Woman of Steel. Her name, which we are going to call her today, is Crystal, and she is here to tell us her story of the journey with scoliosis. And on top of that, she has also had heart surgery. So Crystal, I'd like to welcome you to the show. Oh, thank you so much for the very warm welcome. I you really are, do appreciate it. <laughs> you you are most welcome. Um, can you share with us how long ago was it that your journey with scoliosis started? Okay, so my journey started at age two. So that was in the year 2001. Okay. Roughly around 2000, 2001. Um. I was, at the time, my mom actually suspected that I was, you know, walking a bit different than mm -hmm. the normal, than the average child would, right? Okay. So one day she noticed where I would walk and I would have a slight lean on the right side. Mm -hmm. So for her, she was very concerned. She was like, you know, why is this, why is Crystal walking like that? You know, she's now two years old. Something is wrong. What is wrong? Fast forward, she decided to seek, you know, more answers. So she would go out and she would ask certain questions when it comes to the doctors. Like, you know, she find Crystal walks with a slight, a slight lean. Mm -hmm. At the time, what sparked her concern even more is that one of my cousins um, on her side, she had scoliosis. You know, okay. so it was a, a thought that maybe what if Crystal could have scoliosis? Mm -hmm. Um. You know, through research from people, she then learned about the Princess Elizabeth Center here in Trinidad and Tobago. So that is our scoliosis treatment center, right? Well, it's an orthopedic center, but it's okay. more so good. That is one of the things that they actually work on there. Okay. So she went there, you know, the first step is to have an x-ray done on the individual, which was me, um, had the x-ray done. And that is when I was diagnosed officially with scoliosis. Okay. So, so your mom, thankfully, your mom had already had some association with it. Yeah. Because of your cousin. Yeah. Being diagnosed. And then, and so you were diagnosed at the age of two. And then what happened? Okay. So thereafter, um, we would go for, um, I would say, at least every three to six months, I will have a visit. You know, okay. I was very young, so I will go in and we will do the basic, the bend test, um, a whole scoliosis assessment test mm -hmm. every single time. Um, however, at age two as well, I was also diagnosed with Peyton doctor's atherosis. So that is actually um, a heart defect, as they will call it. Okay. Um, it was suspected that I had a heart murmur at one, one week of age. But at two years old, I was officially diagnosed with, okay, this child has a heart problem. 
Okay. So I would be, you know, back and forth in regards to going to the orthopedic center to see about mm -hmm. my back, as well as I'll go to the cardiology clinic to see about okay. my heart. Now, at the time, more focus was shift to my um, heart defect at the time, okay. right? Um, so throughout the years from two, let's say at age five or six, I had my first brace, right? Okay. Um, the brace that we use here is the Wellmington brace. That's the only brace we have in Trinidad and Tobago. Hmm. Okay. Right? Do you know why? Well, recently, um, just to fast forward a bit, um, this year when I had the first walk turn, I had to do a lot of research. So I went back okay. to the old clinic that I went to. Mm -hmm. And then I also met with the technician who deals with the braces and we had that conversation and he said mm -hmm. basically um here in Trinidad it will be more expensive if he was to bring in other materials so he said basically if he brought those materials in to now advance the braces it means mm -hmm. the average person won't be able to generally afford a brace wow. so that's just okay. so that's just one of the reasons that he gave me um the other reason he said in regards to that, you know, they believe that the Wilmington brace hair is effective enough, right? Okay. But for him, at least, he said, he mentioned the cost factor when it comes mm -hmm. to persons not being able to afford it. Okay. Um, But that has been the brace that we use here since before I was even born. And it's, it's okay. what they still use to date in 2023. Okay. Wow. Yeah, so that is something okay. I actually learned this year. Yeah, <laughs> why? Because well, I always questioned why. <laughs> yeah, it's great that he was being so upfront with you about it. Yeah, and not sugarcoating because there have been many conversations where it can you know you don't get the full story. Yeah, and then you feel lost and you know that there's an unjust. Um, so yeah. that's. That's quite pleasing to hear that there was no sugarcoating involved in this story. Yeah, it, it really wasn't. And um, I appreciated that he was able to share this information with me. So mm -hmm. also it can, it can help me understand because from a child growing up, I was at a very vulnerable and emotional state where a lot mm -hmm. of things when it comes to my scoliosis, I would be very sensitive about it. Okay. Right. So in regards to treatment and all these other things, you know, growing up as a child, I always had the belief that it will get better. And I thought getting mm -hmm. better would be no more pain, a complete straight spine without surgery. You know, that that was my, yeah. you know, that was the child's brain, me dreaming. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, you know, to grow up and now understand, OK, everything behind what has been happening. Now I have mm -hmm. a sense of awareness to understand, okay, this is what, this is where we are now. And mm -hmm. I do believe within myself where we can be moving forward. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I do believe there's room for a lot of improvement here um, in our country. It's so small, but technology is always advancing. So who yeah. knows what, what can happen next. So I don't want, I never try to be so. Um, negative won't be the right words to describe it, but I never try to be down about my situation, mm -hmm. meaning like there's no other outlet and that there won't yeah. be any betterment when I do believe that eventually it may not be in my time or generation, but who knows in the future generations to come, it can have a great impact where the braces might be more advanced or yeah. the surgery might be a lot different because it's always advancing, right? Yeah. Um, you yeah. leave room for hope. hope you always yeah. leave room for hope, yeah. which is great because, I mean, there are so many stories, right? And you've heard them where people are struggling with this and they don't have room for hope. So the fact that you are always have that room and you are also an advocate for hope and productivity in the social media world, because yeah. I know, you know, you talk about it and there's, there's just, People need more hope and not being able to have that, but you yeah. gifting that to them is, it goes a long, long way. Um, yeah. So I'm sorry, continue. 
<laughs> yeah, no, no, that is a very great point that you you said there. Um, but yeah, so continuing on from at age five or six, that's when I had my first Wilmington brace. Um, mm. The treatment was that I have to wear it for 23 hours a day, mm. one hour off, and I would have to do it for at least one year. Um, okay. Unfortunately, because of my heart condition, um, my ribcage, I, I still have a bump on my ribcage okay. right, because of the curvature of my spine. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That will, will touch the, top, the tip of the brace. So every okay. time I'm strapped up, I will be out of breath a lot. Wow. Okay. So I was in a situation where there's treatment to help me from a young age, but then I had another condition that I was, you know, already dealing with. So a lot of persons, just to put that out there, when they come with the, when they come to me and they say, you know what, the brace work or would that work? I do believe that it would work and it will. We have seen it mm -hmm. happen numerous times. Mm -hmm. But I always say everyone's story is completely different and we will never have the same experience. Right? Yeah. So for me, unfortunately, the brace, I could not wear it for long periods. So it okay. was not as effective as it should have been for me at that time. Okay. Right? So I came off of the brace at age six and at age 14, I got back into the brace. Now at that point, my curve had reached- That's a long gap. That's a very long gap. It's a long gap. Right? And I will say to put that, to put this out there as well, why that happened? Because again, I had a hat. Um, mm -hmm condition that I was dealing mm -hmm. with so I could not do the brace for too long yeah um having that heart condition come with different um ailments that you have to deal with which one that badly affected me was um short breath and then having the yeah. curvature you know when you have a curved spine it also adds to yeah. having short breath right did did anybody suggest that your heart condition was caused by scoliosis wow that now i'm thinking <laughs> now you have okay. me thinking that's that's really really great <laughs> um okay. you know so that that huge gap for me was where i was in and out of the hospital and another personal side of it my my mom and dad they were trying to get me to go abroad more so in the u.s okay. to have treatment done for my heart mm -hmm. Right. A lot of the emphasis at at least the first 10 years of my life was more so on my heart condition. Okay. Because that is what affected me the most. Now okay. this is where the importance and the the importance as well as the knowledge when it comes to the school uses comes in in into play. Because mm -hmm. one, a lot of people, you know, we say it's an invisible illness, right? Mm -hmm. And it creeps. You know, slowly yeah. by slowly, it can go from yeah. a 25 degree to an 80 degree curve, mm -hmm. yeah. you know. So they weren't really focused on it because I would not get as much pain. However, one of the things I had a lot growing up was headaches. I would have extreme headaches, okay. right? And they could not relate. Why was I getting all of these headaches, mm -hmm. right? The back pain was very, very mild. But the heart condition, again, is what they more so focused on. Okay. So fast forward, at age 13 is when I had my heart surgery done mm -hmm. successfully. Um, from there, the following year, I turned 14. And that is when the doctor said, okay, let's try the brace. Now her curve, which is me, my curve was at least 70 to 80 degrees at that time. Okay. Right? He said, you know what? Although we know this is at the stage for surgery, let's still try. Mm -hmm. Right? Try the brace again. Unfortunately, I got ill the following year. Okay. And at that time, they suspected it might have been motor neuron disease. So for at least, yeah. So for at least six months in that year, I assumed I had motor neuron disease. What, can you share with us what that is? Okay, so that is, uh, I don't know much about it, okay. um, but it's a neurological problem in regards okay. to where 
all of your nerves in your body, the nervous system mm -hmm. eventually mm -hmm. shuts down. Okay. So you may lose mobility in the legs eventually. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Right? So I, when I heard that, I was broken because I said, wow. Yeah. You know, what is happening? And then later on, we found out that there might be a possibility that I have it. And then it might be a possibility that I didn't. But just okay. from me, I just honestly thought that because my curve had gotten so bad, that is why I was experiencing those symptoms. So the symptoms okay. I was experiencing was the numbness and weakness of legs. And okay. under motor neuron disease, those are the symptoms as well. Right? Okay. I would feel headaches, you know, lack of sleep. All of these things were both related to both scoliosis mm -hmm. as well as motor okay. neuron disease, right? But they concluded, and it's still undecided to this day, but I do believe within myself that I do not have that. I just mm -hmm. believe at the time my curvature was getting more progressive and okay. it was now affecting me um, in the lower half of the body. That, that is just what okay. I think now, right? Okay. Um, so fast forward 14 I had to put a hold on it. I was actually scheduled for surgery the following year. That did okay. not happen, right? And in the year 2015, I turned was turning 18, and I mm -hmm. had the surgery done finally. Um, okay. But at that point, my curve was 90 degrees, so it got really okay. bad, right? And I had the surgery. It was very successful, and I feel I feel blessed and appreciative from where I am today. And I will say my past experience has fueled me to want to do better. I just really wanted to help other persons like mm -hmm. me because mm -hmm. it's it's one thing to be in pain and not have someone understand it. And yeah. that has been my story <laughs> where you would be in pain. And I'm a person I don't like to speak when I am in pain. Mm -hmm. I don't like to inconvenience. Um, but when you are in pain, sometimes it feels good when someone else can relate to it. Yeah. And at least, you know, come from a, a, a space of understanding rather than, um, what is, okay, sure, your back hurts, it's fine. Yeah. Than dismissive, you know? Yeah. So. But there's, the, there's the saying, you know, you don't know what you can't see. Yeah. And just because, you know, we look a certain way, you know, your curve might be more visible than mine, but that doesn't mean that our pain thresholds are any less. Agreed. So, question, um, in Trinidad, do they offer or did they offer when you were diagnosed, was there any type of physical therapy that you were offered throughout the years? Oh, yeah. So, yes, I was offered um, physiotherapy, not mm -hmm. from the, the treatment center that I went to. Okay. It was more so where we have a bunch of different physiotherapy um, facilities here, and they mm -hmm. would now refer us to somewhere else. Okay. Right? So, the, the physiotherapy here is very generalized. Um, okay. I am now seeing a few. Uh, facilities where you have persons now focusing on scoliosis and spreading some awareness there okay. now in, in this year but before that it was very difficult for me because that did not last very long for me I didn't do the physical physiotherapy mm -hmm. however swimming was recommended to me by okay. a private doctor of mine and I got into swimming and it helped me in in such a great way when it comes to pain management and of mm -hmm. course strengthening the muscles around the core and the back right. area without having to do lift weight lifting at the time yeah. right so swimming has been a very great impact but I'm so happy that you asked that question because that is something that I would like to have here where we have um, specialized treatments mm -hmm. when it comes to yeah. physiotherapy in my country right Again, I'm not saying we don't have anything. We are advancing, but I would like to see more yeah. in regards to that. Um, so that is that is a great question. Yeah, yeah, because it's always, you know, I mean, even in the States, when I had my surgery, it was um, 1982-ish. 
and uh, the you know the the therapy that we all know that Schroff, right? Yeah, it's been around for a hundred years. It didn't come to the states, and it wasn't in the states at that time. Yeah, and when I was doing physical therapy, it was like do bird dog. I was like, okay, that is what we have. That does, yeah, that doesn't it. So it's kind of like, you know, it, it's moving quicker yeah. now. And also thanks to social media platforms where we are able to advance through multiple ways of, you know, learning through other people who are Schroth specialists. Yeah. Um, that is an opportunity that is given to people. But yeah, it's, uh, it's good that it's coming there, but it would be yeah. nice if it were quicker. Oh wow, that is true. <laughs> I would every, love every, something like all, that here as well. <laughs> yeah, everything comes with time, right? Yeah. Everything comes with time. So you had your surgery in 2015. Yeah. Okay, and how has life been for you since having the surgery? Okay, so I will speak with physically first. Mm -hmm. um, I still do have some challenges, more so in okay. regards to pain. Um, yeah, I still do get pain. I re I realized recently I have been getting back a bit of a numbness and weakness from time okay. to time. Um, but that has been, I would say the negative side to it, but the positive, I always try to see the positive, even though the, the, pro, the cons may outweigh them. I mm -hmm. still try to see the, the positive aspect of it. Because why focus on that? I mean, I, I always say every day I have to live with this. It's just on how I manage my pain and how mm -hmm. I choose to live my life. So I still do get pain, numbness, weakness. Um, I have days of soreness sometimes. But then again, okay. when you when you just put out there, I'm a very busy person. So, you know, that will add to everything that I am experiencing, yeah. right? Um, the good side is, I would say, well, my curve is at a state where it's not progressing anymore because my my surgery wasn't where my spine was completely straightened. It's okay. also where they they decreased the curve by only so much that they could have done at the time. Okay. I was also told that my spine was a bit um. They said stiff, okay. So they they weren't able to completely straighten out the spine as as much as they would have liked to um so do you know the degrees that you uh ended with post-surgery because you and yeah. the, you were you at, at the surgery you had 90 degrees is yeah. that correct yeah so now i'm at a 60 60 degree. okay okay right um yeah so i would say the positive side is you know i'm just really blessed because one of the things i was told as well you know, in a few years, this could affect you in such a way that you may not be able to walk again, right? I was told this, I was told um, you can be a vegetable. I, you know, I was told so many different things. Yeah, I was told so many different things that, <laughs> trust put the me. Fear, put the fear into you right now. Exactly. That's, <laughs> <laughs> I, I <laughs> it's so crazy. One of the things that my parents I will say overall had to deal with was at age I believe when I was booted yeah that's why I use it to on my media I'm a complication booted right um, <laughs> they told them that you know this this baby is not going to live at least four years old so that was the expectations okay right so thereafter you know, everything moving forward was just where my mom, you know, she prays a lot. That's my mom. She prays a lot. And mm -hmm. she just always believed that that was not my outcome. Okay. That that was her. She always believed that. So as the years go by, I would see certain things happen in my life. And I would say, you know what, Crystal? There's nothing that this world can throw at you that you cannot overcome. So, you know, that that is just me. Yeah. I I do believe that scoliosis um any kind of condition that may feel like it's crippling us mm -hmm. um, trust me we are bigger than it we can't overcome it even though it might seem like this is all that 
life has to offer i believe yeah. that this is not this is just part of it but we can live this part or we could live the other side where we have life yeah. in us and we can do things that we would like to do it yeah. may not be on the scale of an average person but you need to look at yourself and understand that i am unique so i am unique you know yeah. i can never be you you can never be me yeah we are all unique in our in our own way so why am I going to subject myself to what a group of people might say, this is your outcome? Mm -hmm. No, that is the outcome that they think for me. But I know within myself, there is greatness. And, you know, my outcome don't have to be that. So that's how I look at my scoliosis now. Huh? Before that, I'm being honest, there was no hope for me. Okay. I, I would always feel like there's no hope for me. You know, you, so even, you learn. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so um, emotionally, because mm -hmm. I, I, talk, I talked briefly on the physical aspect of how scoliosis has affected me, right? Mm -hmm. So on the emotional side, and which relates to the mental aspect of it is where I generally, at one point, felt like giving up. And that was just before my surgery. I said, this, this is, I guess this is it for me, right? Because I felt as though there won't, they want anything more left in this life. Mm -hmm. But then I came to a realization that where they said, or where I might have been back then to where I am now, it's a mm -hmm. great, I, I just felt grateful. I said, you know what, Crystal, there's more to life than this, than what you're experiencing. You cannot let your circumstances outweigh the rest of your life. Yeah. And that is when I had a shift mentally, that is. And that was. After my surgery, I had that shift. I said, this is not where my life is going to end. It's mm -hmm. not going to end here. This is where it's going to start. And Woman of Sea was birthed in 2016. And we'll talk about that. <laughs> you, you just, you, um, you know, you, you learn to change the language yeah. for yourself. Yeah. And uh, that's not always easy to do. In, yeah. you know, in scoliosis, in anything, dealing with heart issues, it's but learning to change the language, you know, is, um, it moves you forward and the people that come into your life so that they see you and they say, I have a choice. I have a choice. I can choose this language or I can choose this language. And you give people the opportunity to learn a new language with those who are struggling yeah hence woman of steel was created yes <laughs> that that is so so true um so you know in 2016 what happened is where that year was my recovery year so that is where okay. i was told you know minimal movements you know you need to recover and so forth so I said I need an outlet this is me talking mm -hmm. to myself I said I need an outlet I need to to, to feel heard because at mm -hmm. the point in time it's not that I didn't have support I have I had a lot of support but I have I reached a stage in life where I felt as though to me this is just me it just came off as though now I didn't want to burden others because I was mm -hmm. just always so sick growing up. I'm now mm -hmm. 18 and I'm still dealing with this. So I'm thinking now, okay, how can I now just express what I'm feeling mm -hmm. and feel heard outside of what other people may think or understand, right? Yeah. So I created an Instagram page and the formulation of that page was so difficult at the time because I was thinking, okay, what should I name the page? What should it be about, right? And again, in the moment, I had no clue or idea why I was doing this, but something mm -hmm. inside of me, it might sound weird, was it just, it was a feeling that I, I just cannot explain, mm -hmm. but I am not a very social person. And mm -hmm. I picked up a phone and I said, I need an outlet sat for a very long time and I said I need this page to be named something other than Crystal Moreno that's my name mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so 
I thought about woman of steel. Now at the time, I just turned 18. So I said, okay, I'm now turning a woman. I had my surgery steel. Now, when people look at steel, they might think of the, the instruments, but steel mm -hmm. on from woman of steel is it symbolizes strength. Yeah. Right? There's a lot it of symbolizes meanings in it. strength, right? Woman can be any person, meaning at the time I was becoming a woman. But mm -hmm. anybody who have had any foundation of adversity, because Woman of Steel was based on the foundation of adversity. And I believe with adversity, there is strength. Because mm -hmm. there's no way we can go through anything without any kind of strength. You know, some people think strength is, oh, I'm big, I'm strong. But no, strength is, is yeah. way bigger than what we may be able to physically see. Mm -hmm. And I just really said, I'm going to name this page Woman of Steel because it is from only foundation of adversity. And for me, it's all about empowering persons that in every weakness, there is strengths. And I mm -hmm. wanted persons to understand that from what I was saying. So in the first year, I would just post, you know, how I was feeling and I was being, mm -hmm. being, being just being transparent here where I feel depressed you know I'm not sure what is going to happen with my life um at what point I left school here so in Trinidad we say secondary school in mm -hmm. the U.S. I know it's high school right oh, yeah so let's so let's just say I left high school okay. um at age I dropped out at age 14 okay and why again because of my condition okay and you know I was home all the time you know I had family support which made it easier and I really appreciated that yeah transition and at age 18 I said hey Crystal you need to to revamp your life and this is not how your story is going to end right so with Woman of Steel, I would go on there and I would say how I was feeling. You know, I'm out of school. I was depressed. I had mm -hmm. suicidal thoughts at one point in time, just being transparent. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, and I would get DMs of persons saying, oh my goodness, I am feeling the same way. And they would say, you know, your story is inspiring me. You know, how you're feeling, this is very inspiring. And then they would share their personal story. And from me reading their story, my perspective changed. Because mm -hmm. now I was at a place of saying, okay, Crystal, although you're here, you don't need to stay here. This is just something that is happening in your life. Yes, it may feel bad, but it does not define your outcome. And that is when I started to, now share not only the negative aspect but also the positive sides as well and from there woman of steel started growing but fun fact i had no followers from my country all of okay. my followers were all us and uk based when i look at the analytics that was okay. most of my followers in that same year yeah mm -hmm. and in that same year i learned about school uses awareness month i had no clue I had okay. no clue that Scoliosis Awareness Month existed. So I would hop on all the 30-day challenge, challenges. So you'd see me posting that. I've, yep, I've joined <laughs> them. I've been on them. Right? So I have been on that journey. And probably in the year 2019 mm -hmm. is when I said, okay, now I'm going to start, you know, following this trend and creating my own personal challenges of course a lot of the questions would be recycled questions because it all relates sure. back right yeah so I was scoliosis and I got so many great feedback from it mm -hmm. but 2023 came and my life shifted um just to add I did I did complete school right okay. in 2015 yeah <laughs> from 2015 all the way to 2019 I have been actively working towards okay in Trinidad and Tobago I finished high school mm -hmm. um, from then I went on to do a degree in, U in UE which is our university here okay um, from there I started now working that's I think I, I told you about this where I was teaching swimming I don't know if you remember yes, this and I was flustered I at one point and it was telling you and I'm sure if you remember this, and I told you that I'm not sure what to do. That was in the midst of COVID. 
that I remember. Right. That I remember. I'm out of a job. I'm I'm thinking of what to do that with my I remember. Yeah. Right. So you see, I, and then I had you started that. teaching. Yeah. Then I started teaching, right? So that has also been a very integral part of my life, the swimming, mm -hmm. because it went from me learning to now me teaching, mm -hmm. right? And um, I, this story can go all over, but I'll get back to the swimming. <laughs> but you know, from then all the way to 2019 to 2023 mm -hmm. so much has shifted and okay. in the year 2023 I set goals where I needed my life to change um where woman of steel is going to come to life in Trinidad and Tobago um nice. I saw where there were lack of information being pushed here when it comes okay. to scoliosis and I just always knew well, what I didn't know then, I knew now. Mm -hmm. Remember okay. when I told you in 2016, I just didn't know why I was creating the page. Right, right. But now I knew why I needed to create yeah. the page because some form of awareness needed to happen. Mm -hmm. And I believe it's a blessing because maybe so I didn't need any following from my country just yet because I learned a lot. I learned mm -hmm. so much that now when persons come to me I can supply information right so April of this year I've, I'm feeling stuck again mentally and I'm thinking okay what can I do in Trinidad and Tobago where we would have some form of awareness mm -hmm. right when it comes to scoliosis here and I called my mom I'm on work and I called I said mommy I'm having a brain block I just want to do something different year I keep saying every year I said okay I would start I will start mm -hmm. and I said no this year's year I'm going to start and the first idea was an aqua aerobics um, class in June mm -hmm. was to mm -hmm. spread your awareness scoliosis and my second idea was the walkathon and before I can say the third idea she said this is it she said even if it's just you and I mm -hmm. we would wear our green t-shirt and we are going to walk our savannah so in trinidad fun fact we have one of the largest roundabouts in the world okay right? so it's a roundabout and in that roundabout it's a, a savannah a big savannah okay right so is that is that like a is that like a track yeah so okay persons can now walk around okay the, the savannah area you can go in the savannah you know you have sporting okay. activities you know of different things got it yeah right so, you know, I told her, I said, hey, this is going to be it. She said, don't worry. My mom, she's very positive. She's like, mm -hmm. listen, just go right into it, create your flyer. Got home the night, created my flyer, posted it online, started sharing. And mm -hmm. it went from me, I'm, I'm being honest, I thought at least six people would show, to me now having to organize behind the scene tents. Now, T-shirts, you know, reaching out to thanks to Lauren from Higgy Bears. You know, she sent some yeah. wristbands um, and two Higgy Bears that really, you know, came in to play that help with the giveaways. Yeah. And it, it, it blew up bigger than I expected. And just to add to that, it's very important that we know, again, we cannot let our adversity define our outcome. Mm -hmm. Because had I just stayed into the mental space in 2015 that this is this was all that life had to offer I would have never gone back to school I would yeah. have never kept I started the gym started you know doing more active stuff mm -hmm. you know my self-esteem started to build even greater where now I wear the dresses and you know all these different things I show off my curve and my, yeah. my you know so all of these things needed to happen mm -hmm. I, I to get to where yeah, I wanted to, uh, it's so interesting because you talk about when you created your Instagram page or Instagram handle, um, you know, that you would express everything, the highs, the lows, the happy, the sadness, all of it. Yeah. And people would DM you and say, I feel the same way. And sometimes the best support that we can get is a complete stranger. Wow. Yeah. And, and, and you uplifted people, you inspired people through telling your story and in exchange, they did the same for you. Yeah. And then 
you know, and then it just, I'm going to say it spiraled into what it is now. And it's a gift. And you, I saw on your, on your page with, with the huggy bears and, you know, yeah. the, everything that you just did. And it's, um, it's kind of a cheesy saying, but it's like the gift that keeps giving, Yeah, you know, and, uh, and it's, it's, I always, it's always so interesting because no matter where we are in our situations of life of scoliosis or anything, sometimes the biggest support comes from the person walking down the street who we don't know, you know, and uh, it's really like, you just kind of go, they get me. Yeah. They get me. And I don't, uh, I don't have to explain myself and I'm not being judged. And you understand my curves, even though all of our curves are different. Yeah. You get it. You get it. And uh, it's, you know, and it has now for you turned into woman of steel with you and your mom doing the walk. And this is, this is what it's come to. And, and it's, it's, as you said, it's just getting started. Yes. You know, and it's it, and it keeps going and going, and it's getting bigger. And what are your hopes for it? What are you? What are your current goals for it? And yes. what are your future goals for it? Okay, so my current goals for it is to now expand where more awareness is out there when it comes to scoliosis, mm-hmm. right? Amongst um our country itself, um. Because in, in my country, fun fact, you would hear people describe scoliosis in different ways that it's not very nice. Um, you'd hear people say hunchback, you know, or oh, oh, you're talking about the condition with humpback, you know, using yeah. different terms. Um, and I will say this is now to understand that it's a very sensitive thing to persons. And, you know, others may portray it out to be so it's just a back thing when it's not yeah. <laughs> right yeah i know we we have heard that a lot right we, it's yeah. just a back yeah. thing right so the current goals right now is just to really spread awareness amongst um the country when it comes to information um although our resources here are limited again as we spoke about you know i want persons to be hopeful and understand that although it might feel this way or this is Mm -hmm. all that we have there is Mm -hmm. more there is more that there's more to life than what our school uses may present to us at this very moment or what Mm -hmm. resources we may have because at one point again my family was searching for outside sources outside of where we are because you know you may have people who may look at that as a why would they want to do that but they are in a position where all they are seeing is someone in pain they don't understand it how can I help as much as possible and then when they go to certain outlets you know sometimes the the answers that they were looking for which is a cure because I'm just I'm just being honest you know that was their understanding that you know what if crystal could be cured at the end of the day their parents they have a child all they would really want to see is that their child don't have to suffer in any way so I would want currently that we can have this hope where although this is where this is what we have this is where we are at right now this is not how our story would end right and future goals is where I would want our government to implement the scoliosis school assessment um, okay. we don't have that in the schools so I would like it be implemented here as well as lockers for students in primary schools as well. Not every school have them. Mm-hmm. Um, although we have timetables, which is supposed to help with not carrying a, a large amount of books. Okay. I do think if we can have some form of lockers that can help as well. And I must say someone recently brought that to my attention. And I said, you know, that is a great point right to lessen lessen the load lessen the load yeah why can't you know so even if i may not be able in the future to get the school school assessment lockers can go a long way 
we know scoliosis school assessment will come, um, would be also very impactful because, you know, early detection could circumvent a lot of other things. But mm -hmm. also, we can look at it from a mass um, mass perspective of everyone now, because it's not just persons with scoliosis. We have so many different um, deficiencies with our spine outside of scoliosis. So mm -hmm. I'm not just thinking of it as, oh, I have scoliosis. This is all that I'm thinking of. Although this is a big part of the foundation, I yeah. also want to focus some areas on you know, other aspects in the future, of course. So the main goal in the future, do not know when that would be, is to have a wellness center here. The Woman of Steel Wellness Center, speaking it into existence. Where Trinidad, <laughs> she has spoken. Listen up. You know, I'm speaking it into existence, no matter how, how long it takes. Mm -hmm. A wellness center where we can have physiotherapy physiotherapy but specialized treatments when it comes to scoliosis patients and like you said not just downward dog not the cat poses and yeah. stuff I can just google right um I want that as well as a pool facility back to swimming because in in my country we have a lot of swimming facilities here yes mm -hmm. but we have instructors that do not have the understanding of scoliosis, right? But we have scoliosis patients. Now, now that I am in the field, I understood so many different errors that was being made to me that caused yeah. pain. Because I would hear a person say, oh, I, I tried swimming, it didn't work. Exactly. Because what is being taught to you is you're not supposed to do this. You see what yeah. I'm coming from? Yeah. So I would like the awareness to be there as well. When it comes to swimming, strength training, you know, mm -hmm. you would be able to help. Who I, knows? You could yep. make a guide and send it. <laughs> so I can now Any, present. The, the doors are always open, right? Anything so is can, possible in our world. You know, so um, I just really want more. But the end goal is to have a wellness center. And goal. That's, that's the good, end and goal. That's, yeah. That's a good goal. Yeah, that's a good goal because to give up people that opportunity yeah. and, uh, you know, it's what you said, you know, swimming, you know, scoliosis, spinal fusion versus non. Yeah. It's, it's completely it's different. A world, it's, yeah, it's a world. It's a world difference. It's like physical therapists and not, you know, putting anybody down, but physical therapy yeah. versus trough, two very different things. And the physical therapy world, they learn like minimal of what scoliosis is and it's complex right it's a complex situation and the structure and the breath and the rotation and it's not as easy as one would think but to have a wellness center that specifically deals with that would be amazing yes and the goal with it to add you see how you mentioned strut as well mm -hmm. we don't have anything like that here and that is something I would like to have at the wellness center because yeah. although my thing is I like, I love outdoor activities. I like working out. That is me. Mm -hmm. I keep fit. I keep active. Um, and I always said, you know, Crystal, maybe you can have a, a gym or something, but I don't want it to be where you come in and it's just, it's not where how to put this it's not where where you come in and it's your average gym or mm -hmm. your average wellness center i want it to be an actual safe place you, you know want it I to be really a community setting a, a community setting yeah. you know i want where you can go into the gym and you don't have to feel as though oh my gosh is this person looking at me yeah. funny because i'm different yeah no again you're all unique and i yeah. have experienced that in gyms before in public gyms mm -hmm. where um fun funny story now I can laugh at it now where I went to a gym <laughs> and I was working out it was leg day for me mm -hmm. and I was squatting at the time so I had the, mm -hmm. the, the rack and right. as I squat a trainer train trainer she I just felt someone touch touch my uh -huh. shoulder blade uh -huh. and I, I just turned around and she said oh um are you okay? That shoulder blade is protruding. Is it something that you're doing wrong with your with your form? So I put the rack down and I uh -huh. said, oh, 
I said, no, I have scoliosis. So, you know, generally you'd see my rib, rib pump. Right. She, she said, um, what is that? I said, I said, okay. Yep. I said, scoliosis is a curvature of your spine. Yeah. I said, it can either curve, you know, right or left. You have mm -hmm. to see, you have the mm -hmm. S. Not to get too technical with her. So, you know, right. I just break it down very easy. And she looked at me and she said, hmm, that's interesting. And that within itself, again, I'm still learning. I'm not 100% where when persons were pointed out. I won't feel away, but that I was at a very vulnerable stage. So instantly, yeah. I just did not want to work out anymore. Yeah. I said, okay, it's time for me to leave because now you're pointing out something that I already know that yeah. already affects me on a day-to-day -day mm -hmm. basis. Yeah, you just ignited my insecurity. Yeah, and now you're looking at me as abnormal rather than I'm just yeah. like you. I'm just unique. Yeah. Right. I just have cooler. I just have cooler curves. That's all. Cooler curves. <laughs> right. So, yeah. you know, I would like where persons can go to gyms and feel that way. And I mm -hmm. met uh, another young lady, and we would have conversations, and that was one of her issues, where she's afraid. But if she go into a public space, you know how people look at her. Yeah. You know, she was already bullied growing up by her own family because they would try to hide her away. You know? Yeah. That so, hurts. You know, it, it hurts. It, it that has, hurts. It has so much that comes with this that yeah. I want this to be public knowledge that persons can now be sensitive and not insensitive about it. Yeah. Um, I have a new physical trainer now and he recently, he said, Crystal, I want to learn. When we work out, sometimes he would say, okay, come do this. And I said, Michael, that's his name. I said, I, I can't. Mm -hmm. And I would explain to him and he'd say, okay, let's mm -hmm. have a conversation. And he is one of the, well, the first trainer that I have met who's very open. He said, because he said, this is not about putting your ego or your pride or feel that you already know everything because yeah. I, I, I am a PT, right? He said, it's more than that. He say, I want when someone with scoliosis come to me, I can train them. Yeah. And I that's said. A, that's a smart trainer. Yeah. So I told him, I said, hey, the minute I can get a guide, because that's future goals to reach out to persons. You are actually one of the people yeah. I wanted to reach out to. Where I can get a, a specific guide, at least when it comes to do's and don'ts, although we have them on the internet, I have some myself, but to get mm -hmm. a group of information that, when it's being presented, they have yeah. this, and we could now um, say, okay, reference, this mm -hmm. is from this person or that person, and this is the result from it. This yeah. is proven, you know, and just being honest, advice from persons who actually have scoliosis, to me, it's much more valid than persons who don't have it. Yeah. Moving mm -hmm. forward, I would like where... I can reach out to not only the government for the schools that this police school yeah. assessment, but also public facilities, which would be very difficult here. I know that. And it's mm -hmm. just me right now. So the goal is to also expand and have like-minded people who could understand, who can understand it and not just come into this because they think, okay, I can benefit by some people might think financial gain. Some yeah. people might think, okay, they're doing something for a cause, so this would look good on their portfolio. So these are the things I need to take into account. Yeah, it's 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 tough. <laughs> it's difficult. It's 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 a lot of work, mm -hmm. but it's all worth it, and it's yes. all rewarding, not just for yourself, but for the people that come into your path through Instagram, walking down the streets of in Trinidad, going to the pool. It's all worth it. It's yes. all worth it. I'd like to ask you, you know, if you could meet your younger self. Yeah. What would you say to her? Okay. I would say to her, I would say, my son, Connie, you're stronger than you think. I would say that you're stronger than you think. Right? I would also add by saying, you know, again, I always say you're bigger than your circumstances. 
you know, never be ashamed of who you are. You are unique and beautiful in your own way. But the main thing would be you're stronger than you think. Yeah. Say that be sure. Right on. on that, I would like to once again reiterate what Crystal just said. Everybody in our community, you are stronger than you think. It comes across living with scoliosis, being diagnosed with scoliosis, having a spinal fusion, working out swimming with scoliosis, training with scoliosis, training with a mace with scoliosis, all of it. You are stronger than you think. Crystal, I would like to thank you so much. We, like I said in the beginning, we have been talking pre-COVID through Instagram, and now we get to meet for a podcast and I am so blessed that we got to have this conversation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. If anybody would like to reach out to Crystal, you can find her on Instagram, Woman of Steel. That's who she is. That's what she spreads and come and join her party. So Crystal, I would like to thank you again for being a guest on the T3 Fit Scoliosis podcast. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, and just to add, I know I'm the guest here, but you're also very inspiring. Um, just to add thank that, you. you know, I have been following you for so long and we have been engaging. So I must, you know, I must share the flowers too, because you are very inspiring. And well, Thank yeah. you. Thank you very much for your kind words. You're most welcome. If you like this episode, chances are there's someone else out there who needs to hear it too. So it would be a huge favor to me if you'd go ahead and give us a five-star review. It helps me get the message out to more people. And if you need help moving in pain, then download my five free tips and I'll catch you on the next episode.